0: What y'all thought y'all wasn't going to see me? I'm the Osiris of this shit Houdini is here forever Motherfuckers This this 97 I ain't my niggas and my niggerettes. Let's do it like this I'm going to rub your ass in the moonshine Let's take it back to 79 I'm atomically Socrates, philosophies and hypotheses, can't define how I be dropping these mockeries, lyrically perform on
1: robbery. What is lottery. up? All the people folding towels out there and doing whatever, doing whatever. Welcome back to the Folding Towels podcast.
2: Elliot, yeah. how are you? Oh, uh, Doing very well, Elliot. Welcome back. I, uh, I haven't heard that song in a long time. You know what? Have you maybe not heard it since
1: around high school by any chance? Because uh,
2: maybe it's been years and high school was years ago.
1: Yeah, so this is the Wu Tang Clan uh, Triumph uh, off the Wu Tang Forever record. Uh, it's a big one and I picked it specifically because we have a new guest today, new guest alert. Uh, and his name is <laughs> Will and he is in high school. Uh, so, Will. <laughs> How you
3: doing, man? Good to be here. Good to be here, guys. I'm really glad you guys could put me on. Yeah, welcome. Excited. Aboard.
1: Yeah, welcome, welcome. Have you ever heard of the Wu Tang Clan? <laughs> of course, I've heard of the Wu Tang Clan.
3: I can't, I can't say the same for for my peers, though. Yeah, I definitely. Oh am, my but... god, really? Yeah, no. Got... It's uh-huh. it's rough out. It's rough out there in high school. <laughs> well, well have got
1: The Wu Tang Clan, has to, they got to be 50. I mean, you, one of them. Yeah, there's.
3: They're older, yeah. and you know what I do see? I'll see it, like, my school and stuff. I'll see, like, Wu-Tang shirts, but every time I'm like, I wonder if they even know who Wu-Tang Clan see, are. That's, like, that's just because it's a, such yeah. a popular, like, style, you know? Yeah. They have, like, the Wu-Tang shirts, but I don't know. They may no. not even know who they They'll, are.
1: It'll even be, like, the Wu-Tang font, like, and mm-hmm. it'll say something like, totally different. They the won't even say Wu-Tang. they will say, like, yeah. Christmas oh. cookies or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, re- oh, what? Yes. Really?
2: yes. <laughs> I mean, I, I think they're still selling their T-shirts at, like, Spencer's Gifts and stuff like that. Yeah, you yeah. hang out.
1: Okay, you trying to get back into this pod? Talk about high school. You talking? You've been hanging at the mall lately. Is that well, what's going on? <laughs> I did. I did have to. I
2: did have to go to one of those. Yeah, it was expensive gifts. I had to go uh, for the fantasy football league. I had to buy a, a t-shirt for um, the, you know, the last place gentleman. What and, was it? Uh, it was the uh, <laughs> the the guy with the afro that does all the art. He says um, Bob there's, Ross. There's no mm. mistakes or just ha- there's there's uh, something like there's just happy mistakes or something like that. It was like a tie-dye <laughs> shirt, and uh, yeah, he had to wear it during the draft, out of you know for embarrassment because yeah. he, he came in last place. Was he super embarrassed or was he excited to wear it? Uh, I think there's a mixture. I think okay. it was like a happy medium there. But okay. me embarrassment going into the Spencer Gifts um, at my at, at, at my age and seeing <laughs> seeing all the people in there going, God damn, what You're like what are, what are you a <laughs> cop? huh what are you a cop get out no, yeah, what are, Spencer,
1: you, what are you Spencer doing?
3: gifts is definitely the spot in the mall where all the all the alt kids go yeah, like all the, 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 the the different ones yeah, we're cooler
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they go in there they're like hey, Come, Gary, hey let's yes. look at the sex toys in the back like yeah, <laughs> we're so yeah. cool yeah
2: that's like that's the penis
1: necklaces for the the bachelor yeah. party yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah
2: oh my god a lot of a uh, lot of mesh Yeah. Yeah.
1: A lot of mesh gear. Yeah. We'll we maybe talk about that later. Um, All right. So we are going to jump in. Will, great to have you. Uh, Is there anything that you wanted to say about yourself um, or introduce, you know, the listeners to about yourself? For sure. sure.
3: Yeah. um, I'm 17 years old. I'm a senior in high school. Um, I'm Elliot's stepbrother. So that's how we know each other. Um, And yeah, I go to high school in Turlock uh, in the Central Valley. The lot. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah
3: yeah um but yeah I'm, I'm doing well i'm happy to be here
1: very cool yeah it's awesome. great to see awesome. you man yeah um so let's go ahead and let's let's do this let's make it happen first quarter let's let's jump it off so that's when we talk about um social issues some um some uh things going on in the black community uh one of the things that i found today and actually the reading this article today will made me think of you and i want you to be on here so Mm-hmm. Um, this is an article from the North Star with Sean King, one of my heroes. Uh, and he has a Substack. Have either of you ever heard of Substack, by the way? I don't
2: know. I don't know what that means. No.
1: So a real quick about Substack is um, it's a new um like online pay resource where you can a bunch of people who have been maybe working, authors who have been working for other publications for other companies. And maybe feeling like maybe they got wronged, maybe they got fired, maybe they felt they weren't they weren't being valued enough, have left companies and gone to Substack, subscription stack, I guess, kind of like a almost like a magazine. They make their so you can like subscribe to them directly, and then are able to access their content. So I don't have to pay, um, you know, I don't have to buy the Time magazine to get to get their articles. So Time gets x amount of money, and they pay this person. They're like. Mm -hmm. I, my content's hot. I know people are going
2: to directly pay me to uh, to to read my stuff. So, so uh, real quick, you subscribe to Substack and you have access to all this information. Or through Substack, you can uh, you can subscribe to the specific. Perfect. Through writer. Substack, it is it is, yeah. it is
1: th- uh, through Substack that I um, that I pay for the. Um, I pay for the North star with Sean King. So it's like $10 a month or something like that. But I look at it as a donation as well, just for all the great work that he's doing. They're doing so. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah so anyway, uh, so this is the article is called safe spaces versus segregation, knowing the difference. And it's uh, about affinity groups is the, is the word that I had never heard. Had either of you heard of word affinity groups. No, I had not heard of it.
3: It sounded familiar, but I, I couldn't tell you what the definition was until I okay. read the article.
1: Cool. And so it was a really quick article, um, and it says affinity groups are helping to work through issues of race across schools and workplaces like now conservatives are attacking these safe spaces. So I just want to do a quick, um, quick, like just pretty much read the first uh, the first paragraph, if that's okay for you guys, then we can kind of talk about it. Is that cool? Do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So uh, this person, author, sorry, it's Kendi King, K-E-N-D-I King. Um, And so this is how it starts off. The first time I tried to introduce the idea of creating affinity groups in my school, the all-white staff in charge of the school equity committee acted as if I suggested that we reinstate Jim Crow era segregation. Uh, Affinity groups are groups of people with the same common interests or goal that meet up. It's a really fancy word for clubs. I suggest we create affinity groups connected to race, as I've read about their success in many workplaces. I thought it was a good idea for kids like me to be able to feel more heard by the already racially imbalanced administration. I'd spent the past three years of high school as the only black kid in a room full of white people trying to solve the school's race issues and constantly having my voice spoken over. So one more, but nobody, no one could seem to wrap their heads around the idea that black kids often don't feel safe voicing their concerns surrounding racism with white people in the room, especially when the only authority figures around to mediate are white so and and any thoughts any thoughts um after reading
2: the article or thinking about this yeah i will uh, well you you know well you're the you're the guest please
1: all right
2: uh, go for it for sure for sure
1: um
3: i would just say that so i in high school uh my sophomore year mostly i participated in bsu um my dad is biracial my mom is latina so i'm i'm a mixed i'm a mixed uh my ethnicity is pretty mixed up (laughs) um but uh i had a couple friends who were also biracial and mixed and um the bsu at our school was kind of dead it was kind of there was like one or two people in it and uh, we decided to like join for the heck of it like why not and um i remember the first time uh we went to one of the meetings basically we didn't there was no structure we just all kind of talked and we all just talked about all these experiences that every one of us had had regarding like whether it was being mixed and feeling confused about being mixed, being black and being at a Turlock high school. Um, and everyone was just, it, it felt like it just big, like, Oh, you, you feel that too? Like, Oh my God. And it, and I remember like, just feeling like, Oh my God, this, I'm so glad I went to this little like club meeting. And then um, basically that, that started uh, there And we kind of grew the club out that uh, grew the club out that year. Unfortunately, it stopped with COVID. But um, right before COVID, we went to a conference in San Francisco where BSUs from all over California went to this one hotel conference. And it's just like just 200 or 300 black students. And we did all these workshops. There was a dance. There was all all this stuff. And it was really cool. And I think that like you can't get that. Where it's just like, oh, you know what? Like the one black kid in the class, like why don't you voice your opinion on, uh, like your racial experiences? Because obviously it's gonna, they're gonna feel uncomfortable. And yeah. I think that you can get that with affinity groups, and that's like been my experience
2: with it at least. No, that's pretty awesome. That, that's 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 pretty cool. Um, you know, I I agree. Like uh, I went to I went to boarding school, and although it was a very small school, but at the the most black students that were there at at a single time during the course of the time were, were five max, right? So there was kids from, you know, from Korea, there's kids from Germany. Um, we had a kid from Turkey, um, but the majority of them were, you know, affluent, you know, wealthy white kids that were at the school. And we didn't have a, you know, a black student union or anything like that. Um, we had a history teacher that was black. And that's where we we did, we did watch the I on the prize at PBS, uh, um, uh, documentary, you know and you taught, taught a lot about you know what really went down um, in, in, in the, in the in the history. but as far as this article goes, I'm think, I, I think it's yes, you should definitely have affinity groups. It makes a lot of sense. And I think Ellie and I we've talked about this on the podcast a lot that uh, maybe there, you know yeah there, there shouldn't necessarily be like a white person that's in charge or the mediator or you know the decision maker of the group but they should be in the room to hear and understand mm-hmm. what all these kids and all these people have gone through. Like, like you said, well, you got in there and everyone was like, oh, you know, they all had similar things. There was a lot to talk about, like, Oh, we've been through that. We know that we, we feel this, we feel that. And um, I think overall in the, in the black community, you know, when you walk by the dude on the street and you give him the head nod, we kind of know, you know, hey, what part of town are we in? We know we're going through similar shit, right? Um, And then the white people walk by, they have no idea what's going on, right? They have no clue that that's ever happened or that that's what people think and stuff like that. So they need to be in the room too to kind of have that eye-opening or, you know, uh, epiphany moment of like, oh, (laughs) I didn't know, you know, Um, that... You, 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 and you all had that same experience, and I can imagine in Turlock, a bunch of these kids have very, <clears throat> like, a very similar, like, not great uh, situational stories about if, when they were, like, you know, walking home from school or whatever, you know. Yeah. And uh, and so yeah, and and I agree at the same time. Like, if the teacher in the article, that teacher was like, well, why don't we just make all the bathrooms and everything, you know, um, segregated? You're just like that's why we can't even talk to you you know you need to shut up and listen yeah and then understand like hey this is really what's going on not yeah you know i try to take it back to jim crow laws or try to get you to understand that the shit's still happening
3: well what that is what that whole response is like well why don't we just go back to segregation that's like an easy way to try and put away the conversation be like i don't want to talk about this making me uncomfortable i don't want to like like, yeah, bring this back to segregation. I don't want to talk about it. Like, and exactly. That's, yeah, that's like,
2: not like a solution the, at all. Like the whole critical race theory. Like, you want to shut it down because you don't want to talk about it. It's mm-hmm. ugly. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to say that, you know, great granddad was like that or dad was like that or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. And yeah. it needs, how's it going to change? Right? How's it going to, you know, it's got to be brought to the forefront. And people need to realize, damn, yeah, that wasn't right. Moving forward, let's make that, let, you know, so make I, that change.
1: I thought of this um, right away. Thank you for both sharing uh, for real. Uh, I thought of one thing is uh, white people have always, um, you know, had this decision and, and you can't break them, um, pull them away from this, that they belong everywhere. Okay? Yeah white people. Mine, 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 mine. I walk around, I walk around day to day, like I can go anywhere. I could be anywhere. I should fit in anywhere. Um, because it always works out for the most part. Right. Um, and so I thought of that as well. Yeah. Yeah. And so I thought of that as well. Like, um, well, why would you want to, you know, why would you want to have a different club? Like, why can't, why wouldn't I be able to go to the club? Well, that, that, that's the thinking, right. It's like, why would you want to, and then, but (laughs) completely ignoring that, like, um i have i have a affinity group and it's like you know the whole united states of america
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like the congress I, that's you know yeah. I, that's where yeah. typically yeah.
1: i feel comfortable and i feel safe because I'm usually the absolute majority
0: yeah.
1: um yeah. so to to consider that you know like they put it perfectly um uh they they were talking about fox news um they've taken us they they run with it and they uh washington university create segregated housing specifically for black students and so i think they were kind of making a parallel saying uh they've taken a story that many would see as a step toward positive change and twisted it to sound malicious towards black people and dangerous for white ones so it's like this idea where well we don't know what those black people are going to say behind those doors are they going to uh start um you know conspiring against us and doing something well we need to stop this before it becomes out of hand and that's what that's what you see with um you know the black lives matter um you know protests and marches like it was like well i'm white they don't want me there well we got to stop this down because i'm sure it's nefarious i'm sure it's bad yeah which is media
2: response the media
1: response which is the racism from white people coming out and has nothing to do with with uh black people Zero.
3: Yeah. I I remember, um, this is before I was in high school. I played on like a fall ball baseball team. But I was playing with high school, with some high school students. And um, they were, two of them were like complaining about how at their high school, I think they went to Pittman, which is like across town from where I go to high school now. They were talking about how there's like a, there was like a black student union starting up. And they were like, this is ridiculous. Like, why don't we just start a white student union? And I'm like. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, like. <laughs> like oh, there's when the whole idea of like a union it's like when you're the minority when you're in the minority somewhere it, it helps to have a place where you can like feel safe you know mm-hmm. and when it it doesn't make sense to have a union of like a white student union where it's just like the majority of the school is already white and so it's yeah
2: yeah like, yeah. Well, like what do you mean when you go to class there's You know, when you when you took your class picture, there was like seven black guys, black black people Mm -hmm. in your in your in your, you know, uh, in your in your class of, you know, 2012 or whatever it was, you know, like, Mm -hmm. what are you what are you talking about? And that's like, just like you mentioned, that's, that's that's it must be up to something that can't be good when, you know, we're on the, you know, the lacrosse team and just cracking all the racist jokes all the time. And the, the one black kid that's on the team who, you know, has to, has to like, you know, what am I going to say? What am I going to do now? You know?
1: Yeah. yeah. Just like, you know, you look at, you look at like the lacrosse team or the golf team or the, you know, crew team or whatever you're having. Volleyball, it's, like, yeah. it, it's a group of yeah. like typically all white, you know, people and they're not, you know, the people aren't all up in arms. Like, well, why are it's only white people?
2: Yeah.
1: It's yeah. Like, well, why? The question is like, well, why is it more mixed? What's the problem here? What, why are we, you know, not offering you know, a good thing for a lot of people. Um yeah. so it was just just a couple more things about this and then I, I'm down to you know you uh hear whatever you have to say for sure. Um it said the article says but as history shows us white people have always been terrified of black people coming together without some sort of supervision, which was gut-wrenching for me to read. That was a, like, that was a really good line the truth. Um, yeah. You know, saying that they uh, separated enslaved Africans who spoke the same language and forbade anyone from speaking the native tongue, Um, you know, and they they kind of summarized it or concluded rather a safe place where people of color can be amongst each other and not feel the pressures of white supremacy that pervade everyday life is invaluable. We cannot
2: let it be demonized. I thought that was great. Yeah, that's a thousand percent true. Yeah. uh, Yeah, so Will, I definitely go ahead. Yeah. No, 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 that, that's it. That, that, was, that was it.
1: I was just saying, I wanted to have you on, Will, because I knew you were part of the, a big part of your, the Black Student Union at your school. Um, yeah. And, you know, that's that, and just to hear how that affinity group uh, was, and it's yeah. Any th- any final thoughts or any other thinking about it there, Will? Because yeah. More-
3: um. Real quick, I just want to say like, because it came out the other day, uh, they're making a, they're making a mini series about Colin Kaepernick.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, and it's like yeah. a
3: documentary slash fictional, not fictionalized, but like slash they're acting it out with the actors and stuff. And um, it's, cra- it's so surreal because, like, baseball was his best sport, and he played at Pittman, like, right there, right by my house. And um, yeah. uh, in the trailer, they, the trailer was released the other day, and in the trailer they're showing, like, him getting ready to pitch uh, a baseball game, like, feeling sick, feeling really uncomfortable. His team's basically all white. He walks to the, to the field. He passes a truck that has, like, a Confederate sticker on it. And I'm like, dude, like – I played baseball freshman year and that's like, that's what it's like. Like the people in Toronto are still like that. That wasn't that long ago. That was like 20 years ago. He's not old. Like that was recent and it's still like that. And it's one of the reasons I quit playing baseball after my freshman year. I love playing baseball. I quit because the people it's baseball is almost like a white affinity group. These, these white (laughs) kids like feel comfortable enough to say whatever they want in front of each other because they're like, oh, like we're, we're safe here you know what yeah I mean? oh, like, oh when you allow- sorry,
2: will, yeah
3: yeah yeah, and when you yeah. and especially because like also i look like mixed you know like no one really knows they're not gonna be like oh will's gonna get offended but um yeah it's definitely like it's it was so uncomfortable i, I was like i don't and when you're allowing sports to be like that not even clubs but sports where it's like i just want to play baseball like i just want to play sports like that's you can't let that happen because and you were asking like why aren't like sports more diverse in high school, and, like, that's one of the reasons, because, like, people don't want to be uncomfortable when they're playing this sport that they love.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, no one wants to be on the baseball team because of, you know, all those, uh, hey, straight up, like, they're all driving trucks with a Confederate flag. I don't want to be on that team, you know, yeah. and, like, yeah. hey, I love, I, I love baseball. I'm really good at it, but no, you know, I won't do it, and, and it's, like, man, it, I, I, I totally believe that, and, and, you know, I've seen that in my, in my time, too, like, like no I, no, I don't. I don't want to be involved with all that because yeah. I know either it's going to wind up like I'm going to have to start fighting, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then then it's going to be me who's got the problem, right? Like. Mm-hmm. And, and you look at and the the coaching's
1: the coaching staff and uh, I mean you, oh, yeah. you you run up the ranks uh, coaching no staff correction. and owners administration. I mean, yeah, it, you know, you they just foster this atmosphere. They let it let it happen, let it go, and there's not a you know without the representation there. Um, right. especially from the, the head of it being able to like stop some of this stuff from happening. Instead, yeah. it's just like, this is the normal
2: thing. It's just base bags. Exactly. And, and yeah. LA, LA, I think we've talked about before too, where, um, you know, if, uh, if the, if the one black dude on the team, you know, goes off because of all the shit that's been said at practice and not even directed at him, just overall in general, yeah. Yeah. he goes, he goes off and knocks out one of the dudes. He's got to be better. Yeah, Right he's the one that's got to be better. Come on. You can't, you can't do this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yet, you know, we're 25 games in and <laughs> you know, like now I, 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 yeah, I blew the gasket now, you know, yeah. and it's like, yeah.
1: and then, and then look at the representation aspect of it too. Like let's say out of the, cause a baseball team has 25 players, 20 players, something like that. You yeah. know, let's say nine of them were black. You know, I doubt the, the discussions would be as openly uh, racist and insensitive. Quiet, as they dug
3: are. Out. 100%, 100%. It would be,
1: it would be wildly different. Or if, if all the coaching staff, you know, were black, it would just be like, Oh yeah, this just definitely wouldn't happen. So I think it's all part and parcel with the white white folks wanting to keep our thumb on things because we're so terrified that the black people go like join together and band together and like call us on how bad things really are in quite a few aspects. So uh, this is totally reads, as just an absolute insecurity to me and like, you know, uh, P- oh, white people just taking everything so personal.
2: Yeah, you know? yeah. They're very so. fragile. They're very, very, yeah. very, fragile. So yeah, damn. Okay, let's tell right. the all buzzer. Right. Somebody just all got right. a tech.
1: That was me. I just got a <laughs> Um Very nice. All right, so uh, we got one from Will. Will, ta- tell us a little bit about this song. We'll let it play and then you tell us, okay? Ah, uh, all right. So we'll see you in a minute, everybody. Is... Hold, on, hold on, hold on. We'll let it rip. We'll let it rip. So good. Welcome back, everybody. All right, Will, that was your choice. Tell us a little bit about it.
3: Yeah, that's that's a jam. That's a jam. Um, I believe the band's called Krungbin. Krungbin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I was recently um I'm going to this music festival in October. And um when you go to a music festival, you look at all the names, you listen to all the you get you learn a lot of new artists. And so I learned that uh this band, it's a brother and sister, they have these weird haircuts. And one of them <laughs> plays bass, one of them plays guitar, and that's they just do their thing like that. And I thought that was sick. Um, a lot of their music is instrumental, but it gives me that like it gives me that like Santana vibe, Carlos Santana. Mm-hmm. And I used to listen to him as a kid with my dad, and like mm-hmm. I love I love that whole vibe of just like the guitar and the bass, like just I don't know, I love it it's so flavorful, so nice, yes.
1: so good, so good, right. nice, nice. Yeah, and that's called Maria Tambien. So check that one out from Kung Good. Yeah, it's a good one. Thanks, Will. All right, so next up, um next up's quarter two, quarter two. Well, let me hit it. All right, quarter two. We are talking about the, everybody loves talking about COVID, yeah?
0: It's just oh, like, man, it, it's it, like topic topic go, these days.
1: <laughs> it'll never go away. Will you love COVID because it robbed course. you of your junior year of high school? Yeah, that's right. Of oh man. Yeah. Um, oh, junior memories. year.
2: Junior year would have been that's that's like the year. Well, senior is all a good year but junior year is, is a key year too yeah, yeah yeah
1: um so let's talk about it and my favorite sport basketball so there's been a lot of stuff yeah. going on with basketball starting i think there's preseason games starting like tuesday tuesday oh, or man. wednesday like the season starts like what october 18th the or six it's coming
3: up it's it really snuck up on me it's not yeah. up it's yeah yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. and oh,
1: so man. uh right now the protocols are um that in the cities of San Francisco and New York City, uh, you have to have uh, full, fully vaccinated to be at practice facilities, uh, on the same uh, transportation, eating around the other teammates. Uh, at, and then in the, the building to play, um, you have to be fully vaccinated. And one of those teams that play, the team that plays in San Francisco are my uh, Golden yeah. State Warriors and they have uh, one of their, their starting small forward who makes $32 million a year named Andrew Wiggins.
0: <laughs>
1: he uh, is not as into the vaccine
2: as, um, say, me. And uh, he know, tried to get a religious exemption, didn't he? He got he goes, to, he goes to church every Sunday, every goddamn Sunday, right? <laughs> and they met him at the rim and said, uh, yeah, no, uh, no, no go on that.
1: Yeah. Man. Oh, so, man. so he's good. So he's set to, I I've heard some people talking about it. He's set to lose, um,
2: to not be able to play for f- about 50 games. And that's right. They're not paying for the games that they missed due to this. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and, the and NBA, now do you
3: think that's going to happen? You think he's not going to get the vaccine?
1: The NBA just said that like, they're not going to pay players who are refusing to get the vaccine and are unable to play because of that. Um, yeah. Will, what do you think?
3: You know, this morning I saw something so so weird. I saw Ted Cruz tweeted hashtag Cruz. I stand with Andrew Wiggins hashtag I stand with Kyrie Irving hashtag I stand with Jonathan Isaac. Those are the three players that don't want to get. Uh,
2: he he needs to jump off of he needs to yeah jump out of a plane without. The <laughs> it's <burst>. like yeah,
3: <laughs> I stand with them now. But when they're when they're kneeling for the national anthem, like yeah, they're they're freaking animals. But uh, yeah 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 no but. My thoughts on it, I mean, look, I, it's such a, it's such a tough, it's, it's, it's such like a privilege to play in the NBA. You're making Uh, millions of dollars. You're making millions of dollars. You're, you're going to the most beautiful arenas, playing the sport you love. It's tough. It's tough. Like part of me wants to just say like the NBA should just mandate it and just be like, you play in the league, you get the vaccine, but it's more complicated than that. It really is. And yeah, it's tough. It's a tough. It's a tough scenario, but
2: I mean, I, I I think I, I agree. I mean, it, it is a tough scenario, but at the same time, they've they they're in the NBA, mm-hmm. right? Their entire careers, especially college, and now the NBA. Wiggins went straight out of high school, didn't he? Or no, he one year at Kansas. Yeah, yeah, not. yeah. Kansas. Year, Kansas. Yeah. Uh, he's been around doctors. His majority of his adult. 18 and up, like, telling him this, that, and the other thing, to get ready, to get ready, you need to do this to make sure that you're okay from whatever nagging injury. I'm sure he's taken many a different supplements. This, that, and the other thing. Right. Uh, to get ready Today. to play, right? <laughs> to yeah. get ready to play the game. And like uh, I really, I really don't get it. Like, what do you think is going to happen to you if you get the vaccine? Like, what do you, what do you, like, what do you think is going to, are you going to start to make the baseline three jump shot? Are you going to be able to make that <laughs> now or what? Like, uh-huh. like, Dang. I, you're I, probably going to actually get fired up to play. Yeah, I mean, what, 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 what do you, what do you expect to happen if you get the vaccine? Like, and I, I mean, I, I deep down, I mean, I, I really agree. Like, okay, the NBA, you cannot. Uh, you know there's performance enhancing drugs right like you can't take this supplement you can't take that supplement and like some players will take a supplement oh i didn't even know that was on the banned list right yeah.
1: yeah
2: so uh one supplement you should take to help save uh you know the when you go diving for the ball if you're that kind of player if you go diving for the ball in the uh in the, in the crowd you know the the 80 year old 50 year season ticket holder You know, you breathed on him, you know, he won't keep, you know, he can't get it now or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, like all of a sudden you're questioning, all of a sudden you're questioning the expertise of, you know, these medical professionals, these people that have studied this type of thing as their career, you know, you don't, you're not going to listen to me telling you how to play basketball, right? Because, you know, you played it a year, you know the game, I don't. But yet, you know, how, how are you going to tell me how to play? You know, you, you know, you know, and they're all trying to tell these doctors that they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Like,
1: I, uh, I don't know. So you sent me to think about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar saying the NBA should insist that all players and staff are vaccinated or remove them yeah, from I the team. That. Yeah, saw that. There's no, there's no room for players who are willing to risk the health and lives of their teammates the staff and the fans simply because they're unable to grasp the seriousness of the situation or do the necessary research Um, i agree he's what
3: 80 years old just spitting facts yeah
1: (laughs) and he's like one of the arguably top 10 to do it do the game yeah it's yeah um, what what i think it's about too is like i
3: i truly don't believe that all these millionaire NBA players with all the intel that I'm sure they could get from people who like work for them and stuff like saying, yeah, you know, it's actually a safe vaccine. I don't think that there's any question in any of their minds that if I get this vaccine, it's going to like, it's, it's just going to do what it's going to do. It's not going to like hurt me. I think they all believe it's safe. What I think it is. I think it's a lot like for Andrew Williams. I think it's him trying to make a point. Like I don't want my liver. It's the whole thing. I think it's a lot of Republicans saying this. Mm-hmm. They don't want, they don't want it to they don't want to have to get it it's more about that it's more about them feeling like they're forced to get it and they yeah. don't want to feel like they have to the government can tell them what to do
2: and the mandate yeah
3: and at, what i am at least happy about is like at least andrew wiggins because there have been some nfl players who have not done this but the, um andrew wiggins and i I've, as far as i've seen Kyrie irving they haven't been like tweeting speaking about it being like Mm -hmm. i just don't trust it i just don't think it's safe right because that leads to all these like other people that follow them like oh maybe it's not safe so i respect them for not doing that and just being like you know like it's my personal like uh, like yeah i feel
2: yeah
3: um but yeah like cole beasley in the nfl cole beasley wrote like a diss track about the vaccine yeah like yeah like did this whole big media stunt with it like at least these players are just kind of like keeping it a little to themselves and you know but Man, I, you know, I, I agree, and it,
2: it, it, it's—I mean, it is weird, it's, and it, for me, it's even weirder for the NFL players to be to be, you know, questionable about it because, you're, I mean, you're getting quarter—I mean, you're taking shots at halftime, you know? Is this really, is, yeah, like CTE, Elliot, is, man? Is, is, yeah, is this really oxygen? <laughs> yeah, like uh, Jamel Hill wrote, Jamel Hill tweeted out, like, um, you're telling me this this person won't take <laughs> a COVID shot <time> because <laughs> they think it's a health risk, and yet they know that the, the game that they play they are going to have brain yeah you know brain problems yeah in the, in, the, in the near future when they're when they're done or even now they already have it you know yeah. and it's like you're not making any sense and <laughs> I, I think I, I, th- I think i think well i think you're right like i think it's like the whole uh you know you must get it you got to get it it's been mandated to get um, and I almost bet you I bet you money. I bet I would bet money that if it was a Republican in the White House and um, wasn't so, uh, you know, oh, like, you don't get the vaccine about it. We wouldn't have this problem. <laughs> I, it's like the blind, it's like the bewildered herd. Yeah. You know, just, oh, what, oh, he said it, we shouldn't do it. You know, you're right. Don't try to push it on me. Yeah. And it's like, I bet you he's got it secretly i i've i've oh
1: all right yeah like oh yeah he's just got it, he just hadn't told anybody um yeah <laughs> I, I a,
2: I a couple of things i think of
1: like they got to be date they got to be careful with this talk about like i have to do my own research like i'm doing this
0: oh stuff.
2: And you then finally, Nicki
3: Minaj?
1: oh my god
3: oh my, my god the, with the I testicles like be,
2: and, oh my god my, my cousin no. what what no. My cousin in
3: Trinidad,
2: oh, yeah. oh, testicles.
3: They had to cancel his wedding.
2: Yeah, <laughs> really? Like, yeah. Please. Oh no, what?
1: but I'm but I'm saying this is like be careful saying that because then when they if and when they do get vaccine vaccinated, they're going people are gonna ask them. So what research did you come what across that you changed teach? your mind? Yeah.
2: it was in Mad. It was in the Mad <laughs> magazine. You know, like, are you serious? Yeah, was well, like I what don't... changed your mind all of a sudden? Like I mean, LeBron, in... LeBron finally got it.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. Elliot's, uh, Elliot's favorite basketball player will Lebron James. Oh man, was that on? Uh, was that on the night? Don't, don't believe it, Will.
2: Don't believe, no, don't believe uh, that.
1: Elliot hates Lebron James. Will. I oh. just got to be very clear about. that. Oh yeah. yeah, it's because <laughs> of all the good stuff that he's done for his community, you know, and the communities, all the involved. all
3: the youth that he's inspired to keep yeah. following their dreams and playing basketball. Yeah. You, you hate that. Yeah. And go to
1: school for free. Yeah, f him. No. Yeah. F- him. <laughs> um, <laughs> the other thing I think about is is how stubborn is How much is the stubborn aspect of it? Of like, you know, can you two talk about like, you just can't tell me what to do. So then now it's like, I've gone too far. I can't go back. $30 yeah. million. Dollars. Yeah. $24 now, million. Now it's, dollars. Now, now and it's, it's still like the line the too sand. Proud. Yeah. yeah. the other I thing, was, um, I was talking was to Curtis, uh, a folding oh, oh. pile towels podcast uh, legend, Curtis. Yeah. Um, he, <laughs> I, I asked him about, it, he's like, and he just candidly is like, you know, a lot of these players like, refuse to wear a condom, like, let alone get a vaccine that'll help save their lives. So it's like, so maybe that tells me a little bit, like, these guys are just like, nobody's going to tell me what to do. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know they what? can't actually believe this stuff.
2: They can't they, can't. They can't. They can't. I, I find it, I, I can't believe that they would, that they believe. I, I find it difficult. I think you're right. I think it's like, I, I said no at the beginning, I was skeptical. And now I, I don't want to go back on, on my thoughts. Now, like Kyrie, You know, he's a flat earther. He was walking around the thing with the with the sage burning. I don't know what he's reading. I don't know what's going on in his (laughs) mind. He might be the one that does believe some mythological shit (laughs) about the vaccine. Yeah, he's like everyone. everyone, He might be the one that does.
3: He's like on the dark web. (laughs) 4chan <laughs> yeah.
1: message boards like yeah he's on reddit like just he, he in, like, like huge forgets, rabbit hole forgets he's supposed to be at the games like oh shit i'm I'm, I'm, deep. His own you know, I'm taking this
2: game off yeah but like wiggins to be like oh you know religious reasons and you're like what
1: Denied.
3: Mm. yeah like, like oh was, i didn't know christians weren't yeah. getting the vaccine yeah like yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. So,
1: what, which, which church do you go to you know Jesus. like Yeah. So, uh, so what are we thinking? Um, Start missing game checks. I think it's something to the effect of like the fourth of October is the last day that he can get the Johnson Johnson one dose to then not miss any games. Um, I think that they they should just trade Andrew Wiggins for Ben Simmons, and we could just call. We and just say, you know, that's that.
2: Hey, for the he's your problem now. For the Sixers, it's it's coming to that. They're gonna have to trade a second round pick because uh he's, he's not playing there
3: the the, the the 76ers are pretty delusional they're just they're in their own world they think ben simmons is this like ultra i don't think they've been on twitter anytime in the last two years yeah. They just think ben simmons is some all-star like mvp future candidate and there's like no. hey we're, we're taking nothing less than a star player and two first yeah. round picks like, whoops
2: like whoops, whoops because he is not playing there it certainly <laughs> uh he won't be playing there and Unfortunately for you guys, he his stock dropped like yeah. yeah. off yeah. the Big cliff time. um in the playoffs last season. Like yeah. there's no getting around that. And uh, no one's gonna give up. No. Like, you know, they're up and coming, they're, they're up and coming. They're yeah. no no one's doing that. No way. No way. They better take what they can get and they better take it now.
1: Yeah. So Andrew Wiggins, Ben Simmons straight up, that sounds like it'd be a good move. Um, all right, so we are gonna go into halftime here. Uh yeah, this is um, Will. Once again, this is Will's Choice. So go ahead, Will, if you if you will, please. Tyler, the creator.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. Your boy. So this is the halftime, correct? Yes,
1: this is the halftime, indeed.
3: All right. So um, basically, this one, uh, its called the song's called 911 one mister Lonely. It's one of my favorite songs by probably my favorite artist, Tyler, the creator. It's a really great song. Um, I'm going to be seeing uh, Tyler, the creator live at Outside Lands. So I'm super pumped for that. And this song is probably the one I'm most excited to see. It's a very, like, immersive song with the crowd. It's going to be really fun. So I hope you guys listening
1: enjoy it. Very cool. Thanks. Coming one right, from his new album, Flower Boy. Ladies and gentlemen, Tyler, the creator.
0: It's lonely nice to meet you. Here's my number you can reach me. Hey one, Call me, call me Yeah, my thirst levels are infinity and beyond Sippin' on that Lemar 8, I need a Beyoncé Can't see straight, DJ say the you can't gas me up Shout out to Elon Musk Yeah, I got that sold out show That crowd wild out, but don't matter Cause you not front row I've been looking for a keeper Listen to the speaker If you fit description Hit me on my beeper at that 911 Whoa, Hey!
1: so that's going to be will yelling nine one one in the crowd in a, in wow. a for sure for
3: sure that's the end of
1: october yeah
3: yep halloween
1: very oh, nice um yeah so that that had a sample a kind of a sample of like the you blow my mind yeah yeah, the, yeah 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 who sings that yeah. song i can't i can't place oh, that right now um in. oh uh, outstanding by the gap band Is it, oh I yeah okay yeah yeah the other gap band yeah that's dope. That's that's a good song. Basically. You know, I'll,
2: I'll I'll be honest with you. I've heard of Tyler the Creator. That was the first song. Not unless I've heard it on the radio and just didn't know who it was. But um, mm, yeah. That is like the original. Is it, is it like between Frank Ocean?
3: Yeah. Well, uh, Ocean's on that song. Yeah. He was like oh, okay. he wasn't with the part that we used to, but he he on a little bit later. Yeah. Okay. Oh wow. Okay.
1: Nice. It sounded good though. Um. Yeah. I did. I feel did. I feel like Tyler Creator is a. Um, is for the youth a little bit more i feel like totally age- like
3: totally uh totally uh navigating a generation right now like uh, like a little niche part of it of our generation z you know like okay just the kind of especially like i wouldn't even say like it used to be just really like underground stuff for like all these like crazy hipsters and just all that but now it's kind of more like people who just kind of want to have fun vibe and like be creative, be peaceful and stuff and that's what it's been like it's just really cool.
2: Yeah.
1: Huh. He's hilarious too.
2: So that's yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Uh, yeah. He's a comedian.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he's says some funny stuff. All right, so here we go. We got quarter 3 coming up right here. Uh and anybody who's listened mm. to the past handful, we got a we got the Lightning Round game show. Okay. So with uh Will being in high school, you know and we are definitely I'm th- I'm, I'll, I'll be real i'm 38 i'm uh you know high school was a few years ago from myself a, um, a few years
2: ago yeah so yeah. i
1: wanted to talk about high school fads high school trends mm. that uh that we may or may not have gone through and may not may or not have participated in um so we each have a couple of fads that we want to bring up to the other uh folks and see what their thing is so the um the grading, I think I have the grading here. Um, let me yeah. see, if uh, I, got, I got it right here, I'm gonna pull it up right here. Yeah. So this is our grading, so one through four scale, y'all. And so when one of us asked the other, uh, the first one we will say, that fad is a timeless classic. Mm-hmm. So we are all on board. I'd do it again if I were in high school again. Uh, second one being hot, but not for me, okay? I understand where was, people were coming from, hot, but not for me. Um, the third one, once in a lifetime, that won't come back. Like lighting a bottle, once in a lifetime won't come back. And then the fourth one, pure embarrassment. I can't believe that was a fad. <laughs> okay, all right. So are you are you are you two ready for this?
2: Uh, yes, I think so. Yes. Okay, Let's so do. I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna give you one. Uh, that was that was. Um, you know, what? I don't even preface. I don't even do it. Frosted tips. <laughs> air, frosted tips well i don't for those of listening right now will go ahead tell us your, oh uh, man Ooh, i'm gonna
3: be honest i think that's the. Uh, i think it's once in a lifetime once in a lifetime i think it was it's probably hot back then i'm sure it was cool and you know what even uh, though i feel like some people might want to bring it back and it, I don't think so. it might look cool to some people. I, I think it's too I think it's too generational to bring it back to, and get uh it won't receive love now, I don't think,
2: but Frosted it, Tips. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, Elliot. Yeah. Um you know those like the really uh really baggy, baggy, baggy. No 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 no, no,
1: frosted tips. Frosted tips. What oh you-
2: no, oh, sorry. Um yeah. In my opinion, it was pure embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought it was pure embarrassment back then. Like, okay. All right. No. I, I
1: myself, I, uh, I had uh, three other really tight best friends, and I was the only one who didn't, uh, who didn't do it.
0: Uh, yeah. Good. I kind
1: of, I, I kind of wish I, I would have done it though. Will, Will's on to something with that once in a lifetime. You do it, and then like, you know. Uh, that's Yeah. That's. I it. Don't know. You just do it.
2: I yeah. don't know. Okay.
1: All right. Ellie, go ahead.
2: Okay. So. Uh, you know, those really, really baggy jeans like that, that guys would wear, right? We would wear them. I wouldn't. We would wear them. They would wear them. You couldn't see their shoes, right? Because the jeans were so wide. It wasn't a bell bottom because it was like baggy all the way down.
1: You might be so, talking like, about Ginko pipes.
2: Jinco pipes, Elliot. Jinco pipes.
1: It's exactly where, what about.
2: like, you know, the, 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 you know, the kids like, you know, 6'3, 150 pounds, skinny. But the jeans, you thought he was a big dude, right? Because the jeans are so baggy and like you could not see the shoes. And that was a fad in high school for sure.
1: I wanna say, I I wanna say once lifetime will come back, but I think there's some gene of like that that has come back. I think
2: I was about to girls, say about to girls girls these days are, are wearing jeans like that, it seems. Mm.
1: Will hit us with the real.
3: Well, I'll tell you what, I'm playing Timeless Classic because you like you said, Elliot, like girls are wearing it, but cool guys are wearing those type of clothing now too. You know what I mean? Really? So, the ba- it's baggy clothing. Baggy clothing's back. It's definitely back.
2: Timeless classic. Wow. I would have never thought that. I would have I would've thought I would have put it in once in a lifetime. Uh you know, won't come back because mm. I thought like I don't. Know, I thought skinny jeans and tight stuff was like the uh, the thing these days.
1: Oh, now but... you're now you're sounding old. Okay, here we go. All right, will. What's your what's what's your what's your, uh, what's your uh... All right, my first fad? Yeah. Um, I'll start
3: with um. I don't know. I'm gonna have to explain it to you guys. It's called like <laughs> e boy hair. E boy it's, hair. It's hair. You you definitely have seen it. It's <laughs> basically. I can't do it because I have curly hair. But uh-huh. with guys that have straight hair, you part. It's like part in the middle, and it's just like this. Like just goes down part completely parted in the middle and it goes down i know it's
1: uh, what's white e-boy white e-boy
3: it's it's e-boy uh, i think it's i don't know what e e stands for it's e-boy is like something like uh just like the the type of like skater boy like okay. edgy like that maybe it's edgy i don't know
1: um uh but, because that higher cut in in high school for me we called that the penis haircut because you're really head looked like a penis and that was like the urethra uh, that was. You know uh, what?
3: I've never thought it was cool. I've always been happy that I've had curly hair and I don't have to deal with like having straight hair and having to big hairstyle yeah. to go through. I just wake up, you know. And so uh, you just wake up yeah. looking
1: that good. That's all. That's oh, all you say. it is You know what it is. yeah,
3: definitely that for me. Not a not a nice haircut. Okay, it's since I think
1: one of the most famous Backstreet Boys had that haircut, let's go with timeless classic, <laughs> <laughs> the penis haircut. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow. Yeah, I would never... Um, that's interesting. Frosted chips and the... Uh, E-boy. I, I, I could see it. I mean, I could see it these days. Damn. Okay. That's crazy. That's crazy. Do you have any more? I've got another one that I think...
1: Yeah, yeah um, I'll, I'll, I'll go... I'll go. We'll, we'll go ra- okay. round to robin here. Okay. Uh, I got another one for you. Okay, you ready for this? So, you might not have this problem to deal with but when I was in high school, we wanted ankle socks. Ankle socks were becoming all the thing, right? No socks, it needs to be hidden, right? So Mm -hmm. we had to take our um, like uh, high socks, put them on, go back, fold them and go back down over our foot again. And then get the shoe on and then tuck the rest in so it looks like you're not wearing socks. And now before they started
2: making, yeah. Go ahead yes. but yes yeah no, before, Elliot, they started making, before they started making the uh, the no-show socks mm. maybe they made them we didn't know that the, that they were available no. in stores but yes you buy the ankle sock and you would pull you definitely fold it down and sometimes it'd be annoying because like you'd have to pull them down and they'd be like in the middle of your yeah. heel yeah you'd have to like keep adjusting them all day or they or they yeah. show themselves and it was like embarrassing, like you gotta oh, get rid of them. Yeah, you know. Know. Like, damn, like, like, <laughs> I remember telling my dad, I remember telling my dad, like Dad, you can't wear you can't wear uh you know the crew stock anymore. Like, you know so hold that pull that, that down. Like you're embarrassing oh, me at my like, basketball practice. You know?
1: Okay, that's that's hilarious. definitely
3: a timeless classic because I'll tell you what, my freshman year my freshman year, this was before I had any style of whatsoever. I had no style. I would go to school in Adidas sweatpants and a hoodie every day. And um, I would wear shorts sometimes, like athletic shorts. And um, I'd wear like half, quarter way to the knee uh, socks, uh-huh. I look back and they just made my, they made my leg look like just like a hot dog. Like, like there's no movement whatsoever. Just like straight up. And I'm very embarrassed. There needs to be a skinny ankle there. And it made my ankles look very fat. So
1: I feel I feel, I feel vindicated. Classic. This is great. That's Cause, cause oh, I too, timeless classic.
2: I'll be honest, I, it's a time was classic, but I'll be honest, like these days, I, I will wear like the crew stock, yeah. like up to the, up to the calf. Yeah. Or I'll rock the uh, um, the no-show. Right now, it's like you know either way for me because I think the socks, if you're going to go with the crew, look a lot better these days. They have more yeah. style with Dance. them. Stance, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, All right, Elliot, go for it. Uh, jerseys and not basketball jerseys, but football jerseys as your shirt. Mm. Um, I had a couple of jerseys back in the day that I would wear, and. Um, You know, I gotta say that was once in a lifetime kinda thing. I don't like Jay Z said, I didn't get I I got to college when Jay Z came out with the black album, I think. When he said, I forget what song it is, but he says, I don't wear jerseys. I'm thirty plus. Give me a crisp pair of jeans and a button up. And I said to myself jerseys are done. Done. (laughs) That's it. They're done, right? You can't wear them anymore. You know, you don't you don't have to wear like a you know, like I'm wearing wear like a Marshall Falk jersey these days or, mm. you know, yeah, can't do so, it. So you're talking, you're talking other players? Like, yeah, like a, um, and I would wear like, I, I had like a, I don't even know what player it was. I had a North Carolina uh, football jersey. I wore a, uh, like I had a Ken Griffey. North
1: Carolina football? <laughs>
2: yeah. What? Just cause it was did, a jersey.
1: Did Ethnic what Sands play? No, he played in Miami. He
2: played in Miami. Okay. <laughs>
1: He was in near Santa Barbara, right? Oh so just...
2: I, I wore that jersey. I wore that jersey when I went to visit my high school. Uh, oh, the high school that I am going to. Like I wore it on like the Let everybody know. The tour day. And yeah. I was like looking back, on, I'm like, damn, Ellie, what were you doing? <laughs> yeah. What were you doing? You should have been any in anything else.
1: Anything um, else? I think I have to go timeless classic because I would wear basketball jerseys like that and so I can't hate on the foot the change of sport but the, but the basketball jersey is different Elliot it is like a little
3: different. different the tank top it's like not super huge like yeah stylish yeah. you can yeah. wear you can All wear right. like a hoodie under it but All I gotta right. go once in a lifetime with that I, although I do, I, I want to bring it back. I have, I have a few football jerseys. I love football, and I love do supporting it. my team. Do it. And I would not have the confidence who'd your, who'd to wear my Saints team? jersey
1: to school. Who, your, I would, your team?
3: The New Orleans Saints. I would not have the oh. confidence to support my Alvin <laughs> Kamara jersey to school.
1: Dude, do it.
3: Not gonna get that white jersey dirty, you know. Not gonna oh, get it dirty. Yeah. Yeah,
1: no, Who no, knows what nice, could happen? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right, go for it, Will.
3: Oh yeah. Um, my next one's not really like a clothing style one. It's more like, a, I would say, culture and comedy. Nice. Gotta go with TikTok and Vine. Mm. So basically, I don't know. If I know, I'm sure you guys know what TikTok is. Vine, though. Vine and the I feel like, was a huge fat. And it was before I went to high school. But it completely influenced the humor that my uh-huh. generation in high school has yeah like I the whole like quick like we don't have the attention span to listen to a two minute setup for a joke so you have six right. seconds go yeah like make me laugh right. in six seconds no. and like that completely changed like my generation and yeah. i think that like people today in high school still quote vines yeah and at this point it's getting kind of corny now it's like okay like you didn't make that up it's not yeah we get it wasn't it, uh, that was funny middle school like
1: wasn't, like, yeah. Damn Daniel a Vine? Like, that was... Yeah,
3: that was a Vine. Every, <laughs> every, everything Daniel. that you're, like... Every quote that a high schooler would say, and you're, like, that doesn't... That's not from a movie. That's not from a show. Like, what's yeah. that? Why is that funny? It's from a Vine. Yeah, yeah. Wow.
1: Vine wow. was, like, uh, Dumb and Dumber for Elliot and I.
3: <laughs> or Ace Ventura, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, that's where, you, the got, thing is, that's yeah. where you got... And me, for. I wasn't even on... When I was in middle school, I, I, I didn't really know what Vine was. I probably wouldn't have been allowed to have it. So, like for a while in high school i was like i didn't
2: get any of these references
3: yeah i don't fit in like
1: what is
2: this
1: (laughs) but
3: um yeah
2: it changed your world world when you found out what it was yeah and and like i think vine was right in between because i i i I know of it but i never i can't tell you that i've ever like seen oh yeah
1: you saw you've seen a bunch of
2: vines they they definitely seeped
1: into the uh into the how how old were we were we like in college at the time college college yeah yeah, like mid, yeah, yeah. When when everybody started to like have a phone, really, like a phone oh, showing okay. videos, yeah, and it wasn't like yeah, this yeah. crazy thing. Um, but yeah, that totally influenced so much. That's a I, timeless, timeless classic. There will never be another Vine. Everybody wants to have another Vine, but there's not going to be one for sure. Yeah, for sure. That's tight. Damn. All right, so that is the buzzer. Um, what were did you have? Another any other topics? We just we don't even have to rate them. We could just say them.
2: I I didn't I didn't have any more. I don't think.
1: Uh, My wife had uh, wanted me to bust out her uh, Letterman jacket. Oh. Uh, High school (laughs) fad. She says she would never wear it. But, uh, you know, there's some kids who rocked a Letterman jacket. Like,
2: No, Letterman isn't like, that's more like 90s. Right? High school. This is her high school Letterman jacket. It's still popular. It's still popular. popular. Still popular. The thing is, though.
3: The thing that's oh, and let me let me tell you guys. So, you get there's a there's an athlete, they this man plays football, he plays he does swimming, football, baseball. He's got all these patches. You understand, he's wearing the letterman jacket. Yeah, but then there's like the then there's the guy that that played varsity tennis.
1: <laughs> For
3: one year, or the, yeah. the the girl that the girl that was the like the the golf the golf champion, yeah. and she got
2: the little T on there, no patches. She's
3: just like rocking it, like I'm a varsity athlete.
2: And you know what's it's, funny though? I oh, do man. have I have my patch with all of my with all my pins. Don't have the jacket though. We I gotta never, get you a whenever, jacket. I never bought the jacket, but I gotta, gotta get patch. you a
1: jacket. Gotta get, but gotta so, get one. You know, <laughs> wait, Christmas 2021. L, you you just wait. You just wait love it oh beautiful just That's beautiful funny. all right good That's third. Funny. oh yeah 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 okay um <clears throat> that one and then what was that? i had one more i feel like i had one more real quick um yeah maybe not no i don't maybe i didn't maybe i didn't no oh, no have to have to talk about this one jan sport backpack oh. one shoulder only white out used to draw and write names ah. and things all over it and keychains hanging from that badass.
2: Keychains hanging. Okay, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I'm looking at Sophia's backpack right now, okay? Uh-huh. There's keychains. Timeless classic. Keychains and she's Timeless drawn classic. all over it. Now with white, I was like a black, uh, you know, like a, you know, like mm-hmm. a, some sort of permanent marker. i was got keychains hanging from hers. I never did that, Elliot. I'm not gonna lie, I never did that in high school. But I went to boarding school, so that's different.
1: Yeah, no. <laughs> Oh, but you—oh, you tell me that you wore two, two straps on both. I, I I double strapped it, double strapped. What?
2: It. And I didn't draw on the backpack. I never drew on the backpack or I had anything hanging down. I, I don't think my backpack
1: ever touched both my shoulders until I was like mid twenties. Really? There was wow. definitely.
2: There was definitely. You
1: it but two. You got to have a. <laughs> no, nah, just one. You post up. You just got one.
3: I feel like everyone did that until they realized, like, this is like hurting my back. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I have like scoliosis now. Like, yeah, why am I risking my own health yeah. for this? Like, do I want to be cool that bad? And is it really that big of a deal? Yeah. Like,
2: yeah. Is it like your thick ass history book and all these all these books, you're like, yeah. You know, you're sitting <laughs> sideways.
1: Yeah. Just yeah. I through the pain. I need to look cool. <laughs> cool at least my back didn't sweat okay you guys thank you that's true that, is, the, that, is, that the, is true yeah that is true <laughs> yeah all right we'll be back in a minute we'll be back in a
0: minute that was from brooklyn <laughs> we get it every time you got me on oh. shout out to all of my crew east west north south On the continent, Europe, all abroad, internationals A lot of things going on, y'all 21st century is coming, 20th century almost done A lot of things have changed, a lot of things have not Mainly us, we're going to get it together, right? I believe that Listen People be asking me all the time. Yo, Mo, what's going to happen with hip-hop? You think hip-hop? I tell them, you know what's going to happen with hip-hop, whatever's happening with us. If we smoked out, hip-hop is going to be smoked out. If we doing all right, hip-hop is going to be doing all right. People talk about hip-hop like it's some giant living in the hillside. Coming down to visit the town with people. We are hip-hop.
1: Me, you,
0: everybody, we are hip-hop. Very nice.
1: That was Elliot. Talk about that
2: one. Elliot. I think I heard that like junior year of high school, I was uh, hanging out with my the resident RA. So the RA, um, the resident advisor in my dorm in high school, and uh, he had the CD, and like I feel like we were uh, we were driving back from, from uh, like somewhere. Like I was in this car. We were driving back. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where we were, but I, he had it on. And that, was my, that was my introduction to Most Deaf, right? I had not heard of Quilly and then heard Most Deaf talk about questions, and stuff like that. And up until that point, I was like listening to only like, like rap rap, like Tupac, Jay-Z, Biggie Smalls, and all this stuff. Like I was not, I did not know of such thing.
1: Uh-huh.
2: And then um, you know, if you listen, to, if you if you listen to further on in that song, he's got like he's got one small verse. And it's just different, and it like it really. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like it changed my whole music genre uh, enjoyment, and That's dope. It, it opened up. It opened up. Uh, Most definitely, it opened up. Talibu, it, opened, it opened up. Tripod Quest for me, and mm. um, to this day, it's like it's easily one of my favorite yeah. uh, favorite things. That's tight. We'll it, This is
0: what I'm saying to you. Check it. All over the world, hearts pound with the rhythm Fear not of men because men must die Mine over matter and soul before flesh Angels hold the pain, keep a record in time Which is passing and running like a caravan trader The world is overrun with the wealthy and the wicked But God is sufficient in disposal of affairs Gunmen and stockholders try to every my fear But God is sufficient over plans they prepare Most depths in the flesh where you at right here On this place called earth on the Damian square. That's pretty good stuff, man. He's good, man. He's, he's... Will,
1: you ever listen to stuff Mighty oh, Mouse. hell yeah. Hell yeah.
2: Okay, good. Definitely.
1: Nice, nice, nice. All right, you can stay for the fourth quarter then.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, he's hands down to me.
1: He's, he's the one. He's the one. My, uh, yeah. Yassine Bey. Okay. Yassine All right, so last, last quarter here. Uh, this is the fatherhood quarter. This is the one that we talk about fatherhood stuff. Will, uh, to your knowledge, you're not a father. I will remain silent. <laughs> okay. He does a smart these kids are I'll smart. Take notes us today. I'll take notes. Yeah. <laughs> take notes. Uh, Very good.
2: Very all good. All right. So
1: um this one I thought of, and hopefully it's not con- too confusing. I called it I wanted to think about this one the other day. It was like paternity test. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like, and not like an actual paternity test, but like how do we know that we are from who we're from, like our parents? Like what trait has popped up or traits have popped up that you're like, oh yeah, I'm definitely my, my father's son or my mother's son. Like this is, it's very clear. And I think yeah. you could go good or bad or whatever with this, but uh, Will, did you, did you come up with something?
3: Yeah, definitely. definitely. Okay. Go first. I um,
1: guess go first.
3: I'll start with uh, my mom. Definitely um, my rhythm, like dancing, uh, just my love. I, I would say that all like three of the people who raised me, they definitely all contributed to my music taste, but like as far as just being able to feel rhythm and hear a song, just want to like, Oh, like my mom is definitely the one who did that. She loves dancing. She, um, it, and she taught dancing when she was younger. Uh, and when she hears a song, she has to get up and dance. And that's just how I felt my whole life. Like when I hear a song, I, to sit still is like prison, you know, it's like why are you making me like, why are you confining me right now? Yeah, Yeah. yeah. So definitely cool. that for my mom.
2: That's cool. Nice, nice. Uh, Elliot. Yeah. Well, um, you know, I get a lot from my mom as well. Like, um, you know, I look a lot like her, number one. Um, and subsequently, my daughter looks a lot like me. But um, I think a lot of my, um, a lot of my little uh, like witty quips, you know, little little sayings that that, that I'll say just to, to to my kids, to people in general i i get from my from my mother like you know she, she's like really well read so she's like will say a lot of different like little just little things you know like you know and you know elliot Price said them a lot to you oh yeah in regular, in regular conversation that you know I, I they just come out and um they're not they're not from me it's it's from hearing them a billion <laughs> times growing up you know from from my mom so yeah um so yeah she says a lot of stuff like that and that's
1: perfect. I think it's funny. <laughs> yeah. um, now I feel bad because I'm going to do a negative uh, from my father <laughs> who, who, who will probably hear this and he's not going to be able to deny this. Um, I am. I am. I remember when I was in probably grade school or middle school, we're doing a church basketball game and my dad um who at the time I think really believed in the Lord, but that's not i I'm neither here or there, um, but he, the other team's like running, running up the score. Like, you know, we have a good mix of uh, people and ages on our team and they're, the, they're like a, a bunch of older dudes just like dominating us, dominating us. And my dad gets so pissed off at them and like kind of yells at them and makes it, makes a big thing of it. And I'm just sitting there like, you know, feeling hot, like what's going on, you know, blah, 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 that whole thing. And then fast forward, like, well, Elliot played on the softball team with me. He knows this. I'm like yelling yeah. at umpires. I'm like frustrated with with teammates who I know can
2: do better. This is like a grown-up. Oh. We were at CSUB basketball games, and I will oh never, I will God. never forget this one, Elliot. I will never forget no, this one. Do it. We're at the CSUB. I don't know. I don't remember which team we were playing against. Um, and we're at CSUB basketball. This is not. This is NAIa. You know, it's but it, it's hilarious because Elliot. Elliot yells out, right? It's like whatever, whatever the other guy on, on the team fouled or whatever did something. It was talking back to the ref, and Elliot yells out, "Hey, forty-two, don't beat your wife!" Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> I was dying. I, I was dying. Like I, I was laughing, but I like shoot my feet a little ways. Oh, it's because he
1: he looked a lot older.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You're like, don't beat your wife, forty-two. I was, I could not believe in Elliot. I was like, huh? Oh <laughs> okay, so God. funny. And I, and obviously, I haven't forgotten it since then, but I, like... So I'm gonna go with number four, pure embarrassment on that one. Uh... <laughs>
1: yes. Oh, no, Jesus that's Christ.
2: A, that's, a, that's a timeless classic, That's
1: right? <laughs> <laughs> a timeless classic. <laughs> Oh, no. Um I'm so I can't believe it. But then to, but then to spin it back to. Uh, oh, no. So I see then I see Zephyr. We're playing. Uh, we're trying to teach him how to play tennis. Right. And he's he hits my five year old. He like hits the ball once and it goes into the net and he slams his racket on the ground and goes ah! just like <laughs> pure anger. And I'm like, oh, I, I've passed this down. This is this is my son. Like, no, I don't ever have to worry. I wonder if this is my son. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, to, to spin it to a positive, the music, the love of music, uh, and, you know, being very kind and thoughtful, maybe sometimes overly considerate of some other people I got I got from my my folks as well. But yeah, the, the anger was, Damn. sorry, Dad. Yeah. Sorry, Dad. No, that, that's <laughs> out good. of the bag.
2: That was good stuff. That's good yeah. stuff, because there's some timeless classics in there at uh, various events. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Thanks for bringing that oh, one right back, Al. I never... <laughs> trying to get away from that that past and I don't think I didn't I didn't even
2: drink at that time. I was like 29, 19, <laughs> 20 years old sober. Yeah we were like we were but I mean you know we I don't think we were like you know we drunk or drinking or anything like that. But I I Elliot yeah I just I just remember that like it was yesterday like yeah. we were sitting in the bleachers like we were sitting right there the like mm. small small gym not a lot of people there you couldn't hear and then years of fast forward fast forward years later summer league basketball mm-hmm John Shire gets hurt
1: <laughs> John Shire gets knocked to the ground by a warriors dude and I yell that's how we do it in the bay John, John Shire does not get up for about 10 minutes because he has oh, a lacerated oh, retina oh, oh
0: and no no
1: he never plays in the NBA again and his parents were There's about.
2: And, and they like summer league gym. It's summer league gym, so like, no one's, no one's there. You can hear. <laughs> you can that's hear. how we do it. Oh.
1: <laughs> and, two, and two broke to be drunk that, that year at summer league. So I, once again, this is this oh, is just man. me. This is just You me. ended
3: that man's whole career, Elliot. I did. Oh, that's yeah, how we yeah, do it in career. the Bay.
1: Oh. <laughs> that's just how you do it in the Bay, you know? That's how we do it in the Bay. It's John Shire. Okay, RIP John Shire. He's not dead. That's good. Jeez, let's. Look. I gotta hit this buzzer prematurely. This is uh This is this is not going well for me. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll try to. Uh, i try uh, to it's, rectify it's, that situation.
2: I mean, it, it's hilarious. It's good stuff.
1: Yeah. Um. All right. Well, I. I think that was that was great. Will, it was fantastic having you. That was um, so much fun, guys. That was you're so great. So much fun. Great really guest, Will.
2: Great, great guest. Glad, to, glad you were on the podcast. Any, sure. any final
1: thoughts about um about high school or you know hopeful going into because you're in your senior year um you know any parting thoughts for any of our listeners who uh, either have children who are in high school or you know you know you know just anything
3: yeah i mean if, if you have a teenager i know they could sound like assholes sometimes they can be difficult to talk to but just like just listen to them just listen to them like a lot of kids don't talk to their parents when they're my age because they just feel like their parents will never understand them they'll never ever see them as like like have the same level of wisdom and like just talk to your kids talk to your kids ask them how their day went you know and that's something my parents have always done i i love the fact that i can kind of like that they can they can know what's going on in my life and i'm not some kind of like high schooler locked in his room who's like keeping everything from him so like it's hard to be a high schooler right now especially with the age of like phones and stuff so just just talk to your kids always
1: yeah
2: that's, that's good good
1: yeah and you you're doing great will so happy to have you on here and thanks for sharing all all your thoughts um and course, definitely have a, a per- perfect insight for what we uh what we're looking for so appreciate that
3: i appreciate you guys having me on
1: yeah yeah okay elliot you take care we'll talk to you in about a week or so
2: yes yes indeed elliot yes indeed i'll
1: I'll try not to get uh my ass kicked at any of these basketball games that I. Uh, I'm fully vaccinated, so I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They'll
2: let uh, you in. You, you yep. Bam, I got the card, bam. Yeah.
1: I'll just pretend I'm Andrew Wiggins and be like, yeah, okay, you're better than nothing, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Actually, <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Alright, we're out of here. Alright, later.